Um, I just was a bit daunted about where to start and what to say this morning uh, because first of all I thought perhaps I haven't got anything to say but actually when I started thinking about it an awful lot has happened in 10 or 11 years and I can only liken it really to climbing a massive mountain and I've been busy climbing and facing challenges and all sorts of things along the way and actually doing this today has made me stop just stop and think, admire the view and actually realize how far I've come. I come from a family that really had no interest in faith as such. Um, I was baptized as a baby because it was the done thing. Tick, done. And actually probably grew up in an environment where religion was blamed for everything. Uh, famine, natural disasters, anything that went wrong in the world, it was religion. Didn't question it too much. Got on with my life and I was a long way, long, long way from God. What really was um, pivotal for me was when our two beautiful daughters uh, started attending uh, junior church in the village where we live. And uh, it was the two ladies really running it who are now two of the best friends anybody could actually ask for, Yvette and Ruth, and they are here today, so I will embarrass them. And there was something about them that marked them out, something really special that was really interesting to me, and also their faithfulness and commitment. Why did they do that? Why did they do that stuff? Really interesting. Another thing happened about this time. My daughter Zoe and her best friend Rachel age nine, decided they wanted to be baptized at Pentecost, and Rachel asked me to be her godmother, which just came from nowhere, and I just thought, I have no qualifications for being asked for this at all, I know nothing about God, so I thought, I ought to find out a bit more about it. I had been going into the main church service from time to time, and actually got nothing from it. I felt an outsider and quite a hypocrite and was happier round in junior church and it made sense round there. And there was an alpha course starting in the church and I thought, okay, let's go and find out about this stuff. And uh, joined up and actually it really was a fantastic experience because even from week one, I started to hear about things that uh, I hadn't really heard before because everybody assumes as an adult you know this stuff and understand it. And there was such truth to it, such honesty, and I just couldn't argue with it at all. It was just absolutely incredible, and I enjoyed everything about the Alpha. I didn't make a commitment on the Alpha because um, I had a lot of layers uh, to be chipped away. Uh, I had built barri barriers around me uh, for years, and um, that wasn't of the time, and I couldn't trust completely, and I still had some doubts. Not doubts in God, but doubts in myself. So, uh, I think it was a year later, as a group, uh, from the local church, we went down to Lee Abbey in Devon, which, for any of you who have been, you know it is a very special place, and it really feels like there are angels at every corner of Lee Abbey, holding it in a special place. And I heard worship there, I heard talks there that really stirred something in me. 
and I, it was quite an emotional weekend and poor Ruth that was with me for most of that spent most of the time handing me hankies so it was really quite emotional and at one point in the weekend um, Ruth and I went to the chapel there quietly on our own and I actually prayed and asked for God's forgiveness for all the dumb things I'd done and all the hurt perhaps along the way and said that I wanted God in my life and for Jesus to be a friend and saviour. It was a very emotional moment for me and I'm so glad yet again that Ruth was there to encourage and share with me. What I didn't realise till I have stopped and looked back, the changes that then happened from that point on have been just amazing. God has led me into stuff and through stuff that I would never have done or even imagine myself doing in my own strength and there have been times I've thought what am I doing here and there have been some scary moments one of the changes that happened about this time is my lovely friend Karen and I thought she was in a pretty similar place but that's her story uh, and we had been enjoying our children going to junior church with these two special ladies for a long time so we thought we ought to offer to help Pretty much the moment we offered to help, those two ladies went on to new challenges, which left Karen and I to run junior church, which was pretty scary. But we did it. We worked hard, and actually anything we planned for those sessions with those children, with their simple, uncomplicated trust of Jesus and everything that it means to have his friend, just taught us all, just both of us, so much that we just, it was a snowball ride. It really was amazing. The other thing that at this time that Ruth, who had been a really good friend to this point, challenged Karen and I on, was something that was on her heart to do something for the young people in the area. Because until about 11, a lot of churches do a lot for young people. It's fantastic. Gene Church is amazing. Then you go on to secondary and you're a little bit lost. And it's not, you know, perhaps cool. It's not the in thing to be a Christian and go to church. And Ruth said, I think there needs to be something for the young people. Yeah, great. That's, I'm sure there is. Somebody will do it. But um, Ruth said, no, I think we should do it. And we did underpin something for the young people. That's all we can say we did. We baked cookies in the thousands. We did the boring bits of booking venues, made sure that nobody got electrocuted when they, you know, in the band and that sort of stuff. Uh, and the young people came together. It was mostly in St. Nick's Church in Ulster. And they worshipped in their own way. And they have fellowship and club, uh, not clubs, challenges and workshops that they work through themselves. And when I look back on that now, I realize that actually we were held so much by God. We were held safe because we went out on a limb so many times and some of the stuff. So, whoa. And um, the people that were sent, lovely Anna Perkins, all sorts of people that were sent to help us at that time. I've not really seen much of them since. They just came and we just got on with it and it was really special. Um, and then probably most pivotal for me, actually, that has impacted me most, was I left the job I've been doing. I've been working in offices for years, feeling a round peg in a square hole. I just did it because I oh, do and just tried to make the best of it. And with my lovely husband's uh, encouragement and support, blessing, his, I said, I can't do this anymore. I have to give stop. Something was staring at me that it was such a pointless job and I had to do something better. So I, um, I used to walk in the mornings uh, with the dog, all hours, 
or Withers and meet a lovely lady called Rosemary who had been a special needs coordinator at a local school and she said there's a TA role coming up, teaching assistant, you'd be brilliant at it. Now nobody really said much to me at all ever before in my life, you'd be brilliant at it. Okay I'll apply. And I got the job and it was a C of E um, school. Now that bit didn't register with me at all really because that was not really relevant to me apparently. And um, the head teacher there was a man of great faith and actually lived out his faith. There was a lot of Christians on the staff that actually supported and encouraged me. It was a very special time. And I started in the reception class, loved it for four years. I don't think you can do many more than four years in reception. And I got an opportunity um, to move up to class three. And they brought in, the government in their wisdom, something called PBA time, which meant the teachers could go out of the classroom and leave TAs in charge. Um, and I said, I quite like to teach RE because I had had a stirring. I felt really on fire with stuff that was happening for me, so exciting, and started teaching RE to the children. And being bold for the children made me bolder in my faith. Um, I have no teaching experience, so again, I can only say, looking back, that it must have been God's timing that that happened, because I can't imagine any other window of opportunity where that would be. It grew from class three to be all the juniors, and then it grew to be throughout the whole school, except reception, funnily enough, because the teacher in there wanted to hang on to that. She loved that bit. Um, I found myself doing stuff like leading prayers in front of the whole school. Um, we... Uh, introduced a prayer tree in the classroom and children put their prayers on and we celebrated if any prayers were answered um, and I'd had something nagging inside me since going to other places like Spring Harvest and the Abbey of knowing that in worship and song something really special is stirred it creates a link, a communication that nothing else can and I nagged for about a year because I actually can't carry a tune in a bucket. I really can't. I can't read music, but I know about singing in a group. It's brilliant. And so nagged at two other members of staff that I knew could do it. And we started a choir. And what happened from that was really special as well, just of that time. We went anywhere that would listen to us sing, really. Um, garden centres, anywhere. But particularly, we went into care homes for the elderly. Now, these are people that can't get out to church. And to see their faces and see the young people, their fresh, beautiful little faces singing their hearts out to them, we all got far more from it, actually, than the people that we went to visit. This um, teaching time that I was given, we explored a lot together with children. You have to cover all religions, but actually because it was C of E, I could share with the children Jesus' values, Jesus' teaching, and make it relevant to how we, we live our lives. I was actually learning more than them probably at this stage, but it was just some phenomenal what happened in that time with those children. And I, I meet occasionally now the children and um, parents, children all taller than me, funnily enough now, and the warmth that I'm greeted with, I know we shared a special time there together. Absolutely fantastic. And in that time, God was chipping away at layers in me, emotional barriers, chipping away uh, and breaking away some of the stuff that had happened for me. There were more changes afoot that I couldn't have expected because it sounds fantastic. I was, it was just a, a really special time. But actually, um, at Christmas, about three years ago, I think it was, Mike, my lovely husband, actually had to say to me, I can't cope on my own anymore because we have a, a building business and I need help. And, you know, obviously, uh, that was 
important that I um, gave up the school job uh, and worked with him. Uh, and it has been an amazing three years. We have been hugely blessed in that time. There have been some challenges as being self-employed and having a small business brings, um, but we've, we've dealt with them. Um, and it was a strange time because having enjoyed the job so much in the school, I felt a bit lost at home and I was back doing boring paperwork, something I absolutely hate. <laughs> I don't think I have any gifting for and just do it, but I've done it and we, you know, I'm relishing the time because for a lot of our married life, Mike worked away and we have had not much time together. So now to be together and working together and a lot of the time is, is just a blessing, I think, anyway. He probably wouldn't say the same. But... Um, the timing again, as I look at it all, God's timing is just amazing because having given this job up, it was a wrench and I did grieve for a bit for it. Um, Mike's mum, my lovely mum-in-law, Ethel, um, fell really quite poorly. It was a, a quite rapid decline. She's got dementia. She's no longer in my care, but she's in the care of uh, some very special people in a special unit that deals just for dementia and they are angels, the people that do this. Um, but... Ethel was one of the other people in my life that has shown me something very special. She um, has unconditional love for everybody she meets, even now, in her diminished state. She has a gift of showing selfless love to anybody she meets. And once you've had that demonstrated, you really don't forget it. And it was lovely to have a time to give back to her and care for her. I think there have been times in this 10 years, 11 years, that I haven't had a very thankful heart for what God has set me as challenges, um, but I've done it. I've tried to be obedient, I think. Uh, and some of the things that I have been released from, like being released from junior church, released from the school, released for the care of Ethel, and released to help and work with Mike, have been really special, really, really special, and God's time is just amazing. I can see that I, a lot of the time I've been busy for God. I was like that seed in shallow soil. Whoa, up and amazing, doing amazing things. But being released from junior church in my village and being able to come to Camden has been really a time of me being able to put down really firm roots. I stopped volunteering for everything and have had such superb teaching in this place. Philip and Edward, absolutely amazing teaching. From their teaching spills out a ministerial team and a fellowship that is really, really special in this place. And I think it is because at the center of everything here is Jesus and God's love in everything that we seek to do here and throughout the Cornerstone churches. And for me, it has been beyond going in my head knowing this stuff to knowing it absolutely, complete trust in my heart. And I need today to give thanks first to, to God for his patience and love and gentleness that he has dealt with me along the way. Um, really for the gift of life, because um, I was adopted at 10 days old um, and into a family of three children actually adopted. And if my blood mother had made a very different decision, I would not have had the gift of life. And I remember the first time reading um, Psalm 139. Very emotional for me, and it is every time I hear it. And also there's another 
reading that I found recently, and that was Isaiah 46, verses 3 to 4, that God will hold and carry me even to old age. And when my hair is grey, that's getting a bit close now. (laughs) So really incredible. The blessing of having my husband, Michael, and our two, two beautiful daughters. Motherhood, marriage has brought me so many gifts and blessings that I just could not have imagined. And love is at the core of all that. And having them has taught me to love afresh. And those layers needed to be chipped away. Um, The special friends that I have been sent on this journey, particularly... Karen, Ruth and Yvette, particularly them because I really would have lost my way sometimes, just got busy with other stuff or gone, no, that's too big an ask, I can't do that. But because of them the house group I now have is just really special, we encourage each other all along the way and you know, the words that are spoken into my life and the wisdom that comes from that and the encouragement is just absolutely huge, again, of this moment and of God's timing. I'd like to thank also those that have been so faithful. There's been an army of people, but the faithful ones, the ones perhaps in this church, the history of, who stayed firm when it wasn't easy, that have made it possible for us to be here today. Just overwhelming sense of, my goodness, all that. And it's cost every one of them in different ways. Uh, And the blessing for being here at this moment and this time is really special. By being baptised, I seek to honour God today. I really do. As a believer, to be bold and say, here I am. That song is really, really significant for me. As I say, I now know God's love in my heart. Unreservedly, complete trust. And that's a biggie for me. Not just in here anymore. And I want to give thanks for the transforming power that we have in Jesus when we accept him as a friend and saviour really really amazing and I know that the best really is yet still to come